All right, what's going on? Welcome into Sports Betting Daily. Uh, it's been an interesting week, a lot of technical difficulties. So we're going to do a replay for today's podcast, a good concept show, put something out there so you all have something to listen to that you missed this week. But uh, apologize for this week. We'll be back to a normal schedule now and uh, enjoy the replay for today's podcast. On today's show, we're going to talk a little casino. We do that every once in a while. Go inside the casino and uh, actually don't have any like casino sound effects. That's what I should have. I should find like a... Casino sound effect. I'm sure they got some here in the studio. Yeah, let's look for it. Let's see what we can find here. A little background noise. Let's see here. <laughs> that's pretty accurate. I mean, that's it. There you go. All right, so. Oh, hey. Hey, somebody's won the jackpot. All right, so anyway, on today's show, casino, all about the casino. I'm sure if you've listened to this show, if you like this show, you've been to a casino, you've been to Vegas, uh, maybe you've been uh, to a local casino. I know a lot of places around the country have little pockets where you can go gamble. So we'll talk about the misconceptions that people have because when I talk to the average person, most people think, yeah, I don't play black, or a lot of people, I don't want to say most people, but a lot of people, if they look at things mathematically, at least compared to sports betting, they'll say, you know, I don't want to go play blackjack. That's such a game of chance. I like sports betting where I have the control. Or, yeah, craps, blackjack, that's all gambling. That's that's d- designed where the house wins. At least sports betting, I have a chance to win. Well, in reality, for the average sports better, that's actually not true. We'll talk about the differences in edges and house edges, things like that today. But actually, I want to start off with um, just some misconceptions about betting in general, about slot machines, blackjack, and craps. So let's start out with slot machines because I am not a big slot player. Uh, I'm not a... Uh, I've never really played slots. Now, I go every year to Vegas for the Super Bowl, and I have a couple friends who are total, you know, slot sluts. They love the slots. They'll sit there play all day, and I've just never been about it. But recently in Vegas... Uh, I was there with my fiance. We started playing one particular slot machine called the Rich Little Piggies. And uh, it's because I saw my buddy playing it before when we were, you know, whatever, in Vegas last. And it's kind of cool because it's set up with a bunch of mini jackpots. But my point is, there's a lot of ideas about slot machines that simply are not true. Now, slot machines are generally not going to be the best games to play. The House Edge, which is what I'm going to focus a lot of today's show on, the house edge in uh, slot machines ranges from 3% to 15%. So if you really do your homework and find some good slots, you can find a 3%, 4% house edge slot, which is actually, as you'll hear in the next uh, however long this takes, that's not bad for the better, right? When you sit down and you have a 4% house edge or a 3% house edge, that means for every dollar spent, you're expected to get 97 cents back, okay? It's not the worst ever. Not great. It's not the best you know, casino game, but those are available for slots. Uh, but some misconceptions about slots. Probably the biggest one, the one that I hear a lot, the one that there's been TV shows made about it. People talk about it all the time. Uh, my fiance had this, you know, was talking about this in Vegas. When... You see, let's say you're playing slots for a while, okay? You're sitting for an hour, and you play, and you roll, and you play, and you play, and you play, and then you get up, and someone else comes and sits down in your seat, and the first button they hit, it's a jackpot. Did they just steal your jackpot? Answer the question, yes or no? And the answer is actually no, and here's why. When you learn how slot machines work, it's, 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 slot machines are essentially one giant 
really complex calculator. It may not look like that from the outside, right? All the flashing lights and, you know, sometimes sometimes it's like the Adams family, <laughs> whatever, right? Lion King. So like, how could this be? But trust me, they're very, very complex to the T. They're not rigged at all. They pay out exactly what they should pay out over the long run. But here's how they work. Every microsecond, every millisecond, okay, there are the computer inside the slot machine is thinking. So it's running through all these different outcomes every second. So the minute, the second, the millisecond you push that button or pull that slot machine uh, lever, it stops the, the whatever you want to call it, the rotating calculator, whatever, that of, of the outcome, it stops there and it gives you the the uh, the outcome of whatever it says it should be in the machine. So my point is, it's not like the next roll is predetermined and the roll after it's predetermined or maybe predetermined is the wrong word, but it would not be the same regardless of who hit it. If you just wait yourself a half a second longer or hit it a half a second earlier, it's going to be a different spin for you. So when you see someone come, quote unquote, steal your jackpot, or if you've ever stolen anyone else's jackpot, that's actually completely false, completely inaccurate. And I thought this for a long time too. It seems logical, right? So this is not something that should be obvious. I'm not saying here, hey, you, you goddamn morons. But this is something I recently learned. And I learned, it's like, hey, that's pretty fascinating. Let's go tell the audience about it. So that's actually that's actually how slot machines work. It's, it's, not, uh, t- it's, it's more about timing. And if you're having a bad roll at a slot machine and you're losing some money, a simple way to fix it is just switch up your timing. Push it every 20 seconds and every five and every t- just, you know, it's a way to mix things up with slots, but that's how they work. You know, there is no stealing. It's all this, this ever evolving, ever rotating calculator that stops the minute you push that button and it's a random uh, presentation. Now let's talk about the idea of uh, denominations. Slot denominations are uh, very, uh, uh, they vary a lot, okay? So if you get a 25-cent machine, you can play 25 cents, 50 cents, 75 cents, right? Three credits, four credits, or in a lot of machines, you can play five, the max credits. Uh, and a very interesting thing I recently learned about slot machines is that these different buttons also represent different outcomes. So there is a tracking accounting calculator on every denomination. So if you're playing the 25 cent denominations for an hour and you decide to switch it up and play 50 cent denominations, it's as if it's the exact same thing as if you would have just gotten up and switched machines. It's a completely new machine. It has the same interface. You're playing the same game. It's the same uh, rules and, 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 pay, and, and you know payout structures, things like that. But you're essentially playing a brand new game according to the computer inside the slot machine. So if you're always mixing up denominations, you're not really doing yourself a favor. Okay, what you want to do if you sit down is find a good machine with ideally, you know, do some research, find a good house edge machine, play the same denomination, and don't sweat time, you know, uh, anyone leaving or anything like that. What you want to do is just just mix up the timing so you can kind of, you know, mix up, vary the timing as much as you can, but there are no hot slot machines. There are no slot machines that are ready to burst. Uh, a lot of people say, yeah, if I see a slot machine recently has paid out a lot, I don't go there. That's ridiculous. There's no, there's nothing that says in the math you're more or less likely to be paid if the person before you was paid, and if the person before you hit a jackpot. I mean, technically, mathematically speaking, you should be no more or less likely the next spin for the for the next jackpot, right? So I know that seems weird because if you hit three jackpots in a row, it's the same thing as you know spinning three thirty twos in a row. But 
Well, it's it's not the same as that. That's 36 to 1. But my point here is it's going to happen a lot more frequently than you may think. And and the idea of these jackpots are all separated to where every three months they hit is certainly not the case. Uh, so those are some misconceptions about slots that a lot of people get wrong. Uh, blackjack. There is a huge, huge misconception about blackjack that most people don't understand. I know this is going to be tough to get, okay? But this is strictly speaking from a mathematical point of view. When you play blackjack... The person to your right, the person to your left has no bearing on what you do, okay? Now, short term, of course, they're going to have a bearing on what you do. If you have a, a 10, they have a 16, they hit, get a 10, bust, they just took your 10, right? For you to have a 20. Obviously, clearly in that, in that one example, they took your 10. But if you play that out over the long run, that person to the right or left, if they're making bad calls, will help you just as much as they hurt you. So, so getting pissed off at the teenager or the person who doesn't know how to play at the table is stupid because they have no impact on your hands over the long run. They, they're going to hurt you as much as they're going to help you. So stop getting mad at random people. Stop getting mad at people who want to learn. It has no impact on what you're doing. How about improve your play? Because most people who think they're really good at blackjack actually aren't that good. Uh, and then next, craps. Uh, craps. Uh, most people know this one, but if you're going to play craps and you bet the pass line Always take the odds. It's one of the few bets in Vegas where it's true odds. Maybe the only bet in Vegas where it's true odds. So you put down five bucks, you're going to win $5 back for a 50-50 proposition. Uh, always take the odds if you pay, play the uh, pass line in craps. All right, let's get to some house edges. The house edge for the casino is always going to be above zero. Okay, If it's below zero, that means we have the edge. That's what I have in sports betting. I always have the edge theoretically, every bet I make. In sports betting, the house edge is 4.55% for the average sports better. So everyone out there, most people listening, 99.5% of people listening, 99.9% of sports bettors, right? They have a negative 4.55% house advantage. And getting back to what I started today's podcast with, if you ask most people, would they rather sit down at blackjack for an hour or rather bet five sports games, most people are going to want to bet five sports games because there's the illusion of having more control because you're picking. We know sports. I love sports. It's fun to watch the games, right? So all these reasons most people would probably say, I want to pick sports. Well, as I said, the casino or the, the sports book for the average sports better out there has a 4.55, let's just say 4.5% house edge, a 4, 4.5% advantage against them. Here are all the casino games that have a lower than 4.5% house edge. Craps, Blackjack, Pygout Poker, Texas Hold'em, the casino style, uh, Baccarat, almost every single video poker game, single zero roulette, and three card poker. <laughs> okay, All of those have a lower house edge than sports betting. As a matter of fact, if you play perfect strategy Blackjack, and you can get some liberal rules like uh, 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 it, pay, it pays uh, six to five, they, you know... The most liberal rules in Vegas, and you play perfectly, you can actually get the blackjack house advantage all the way down to 0.28%. Okay. But let's just assume it's an average table in Vegas. You're playing average, you about a half a percent edge the house has in blackjack. And that's if you're playing pretty well. Okay. But 0.5% edge. Well, think about that. If there's a four and a half percent edge in sports betting, you can now see the gap, the distance. I mean, we're talking more the uh, more of an 800, 800, 900% increase in your losses betting sports compared to blackjack. 
Most people, though, don't understand this because you sit down at blackjack, a lot of people play poorly, first of all, so they're not playing the best strategy. It's the same thing as making parlays, right? It's just dumb approach. You're giving them money. Um, but a lot of us just sit down for a half hour, lose 20, 50 bucks. It's like, wow, that was fun. That was great. But when you play perfect strategy, the same denomination, you can sit there for hours and be expected to really not lose that much betting blackjack. But if you bet a lot of sports games, you know, it's not the same time frame, but you're expected to lose a lot more in the same amount of bets. Uh, craps, same thing, about a, about a one and a half percent house edge if you're going to play the pass line, okay? One and a half percent house edge for craps, four and a half percent in sports betting. And I named all of them again, Pie Poker, Baccarat, Blackjack, Craps, Hold'em at the, at the table, Single Zero Roulette, Three Card Poker, all of these games are better for us or better for the average gambler than sports betting. Now, why are we talking about this? This is a sports betting show. I'm not trying to turn people off from sports betting. I'm trying to present the reality of how hard it is to win long term. Okay. It's not just that, in my opinion, you have to kind of go against narratives and be right. You've got to do that 55% of the time. Okay. Most people out there who have hot streaks or they win in sports betting some have this inflated idea of how easy it is or how profitable it can be. And even me, look, I've said this before. If you follow all of my picks that I give out on the weekends, you will win money, but you will not win enough money to do this professionally. What you have to do to actually make money doing this long term is constantly, it's a full-time job. It's more than that. It's like 60, 70 hours a week. You're waking up, you're going to bed, you're always looking at the best lines, buying, selling, hedging, arbitraging, middling. You're, it's constant. Okay, so when I have a bet for any team, Team A minus three against Team B, you don't just watch the game and cheer for Team A. You're looking for every edge, every opportunity during the game. You know, halftime, live betting, all that stuff. So it's a, con- you know, hedging, middling. There's a lot of, a lot of uh, techniques to, to guarantee profits, things like that. Sports betting is a hard job. But I do believe truly that a lot of people can do it who think it's, it's not beatable and it's just a lot of hard work. But my point here is people overestimate how easy it is. And this should tell you right there, don't, don't underestimate the, the difficulty in sports betting. It is tough to win long term. And if you don't get this, what you shouldn't do is leave here saying, boy, he's a pro. He didn't sound like it. This is what good pros should sound like, right? Always wanting to learn, always wanting to grow, never getting cocky, always being humble, right? The people who, the people who are like, yeah, we're beating the bookies, taking the bookies down. Those are the, those are the scam artists. Those are the hacks in this profession, okay? This is what needs to be said because a lot of people think winning is easy and it's not. And, and the math will prove it. Look, oh, <laughs> I'm telling you what, math is undefeated. Math doesn't care what you think. Math doesn't care how hot, how much of a hot streak you're on. Math is undefeated. Okay, so at the end of the day, it just helps to know the figures. It helps to know the truth behind some of these numbers. But if you want to take that 4.55% edge and start reducing it and bringing it back to zero, I mean, that keep listening. You know, that's what we're here for is to help slowly teach everyone out there how to gain a half percent at a time. So... Thanks for listening. Uh, Good luck, whatever you have going on today or tonight.